The Weekly Dish podcast is brought to you by Lakewinds Co-op in Minnetonka, Chanhassen, and Richfield with delivery from Instacart. There's no membership required to shop at Lakewinds. All are welcome. Check out lakewinds.com, and if you can't make it to a Lakewinds, please visit your local food co-op in the neighborhood near you. Hey, dishers, I know you're busy cooks with busy lives and you don't have time to read every label. You just want to buy your organic apples and celery and ground nut butter for dipping. And I know it's that easy. You want something that's not full of chemicals and preservatives, and apples and celery are part of the Dirty Dozen. The Dirty Dozen is a list of fruits and veggies that are typically grown using lots of pesticides and other chemicals, but when you shop at Lakewinds Co-op, you can shop with confidence knowing that you are cooking with high-quality food from farms and businesses that pay fair wages, and they grow their food in ways that are good for the planet with no pesticides, chemical-free. They have product standards in all their departments, and their produce is 95% organic and as local as they can get it when, of course, it's not winter. But you can feel good about shopping there. There's no membership required. Everyone's welcome to shop at the co-op. And you can find all of their products in Minnetonka, Chanhassen, or Richfield in the store, or you can now get delivery from Instacart. Find more information at lakewinds.com. Come on with the My Top Chicks and we will eat on, eat on the weekly Weekly Dish on Leap Day. Leap, 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 leap. I'm Stephanie March. I'm here with Stephanie Hansen, and we are here just having a great time talking about food today. I forgot to tell you. Um, I don't even know why I'm telling you this, but it is a little weird story. Okay. Last, uh, I was up at the cabin last weekend. Was mm-hmm. it or no, the weekend before? And we were on an island visiting some friends that had cross country skied out to their place. We were snowmobiling by, and they were there, and we know them from summertime. So we were like, "Oh, they're there. Let's visit." So we visit, we had a drink. He made us nachos, like as a happy hour appetizer, which cracked me up. So we're having nachos and we're sitting there. All of a sudden I look out the front door of the cabin and we're like, it's winter. We're right on the lake. And I see this thing moving and I look, it's a big white fluffy bunny. Like the kind that some little kid would have in their bunny hutch at home. Yeah. And it's a snow hare. So it's pure white in the winter, in the snow, but then it's brown in the summer. Yeah. On this island, just hopping by. How crazy was that? If it's on an island, I bet there's more of them. Oh, I bet there are too. (laughs) I bet they're like, yeah, seen that. Yeah, been there. (laughs) But but that's cool. Yeah, it was super cool. Because I was like, a white rabbit like that in the middle of nature. How cool. One pill makes you nervous, and one pill yeah, makes that's how that goes. So, what what kind of nachos were those? Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Guess what? Top two in hour two. Give him the old one two. And now the weekly dish presents top two, top two, the top two. Pick your best two in hour two. All right, give me two, with it. All right, this is the time of the show that we tell you a couple things that we are mildly obsessed with this week. What I finally made it to Colita. I I I cannot I know believe it, took it is long taking time. this long. I'm almost putting them off my best restaurants list. No, yeah, no, it was it was good. It was really good. I it started out a little rough. I'm not gonna lie. Um, Colita is the South Minneapolis Denny Del Prado restaurant, uh, 50th and Penn ish, 54th and Penn, 54th and Penn. Yeah, it's tech. It's Oaxacan themed, but it's sort of you know kind of very creative. It, I think that I think I had expectations about the bar. 
because it's such a craft cocktail type place. Yeah. So that experience started off a little rough. And then by the time we got to seated, it just vastly improved. And from so there, you just, just didn't like the drinks. It wasn't that I didn't oh. like them. It was like there was no element of service about the drinks. Oh, it was like, what can I get you to drink? Oh, and I was like, oh, well, is there a menu? And yeah, it's right here. And then I was like, oh, I kind of like I did the Rob Jones things where I'm like, I kind of like limey things like and they're like, well, we have a margarita. It's right there. OK. And I was like, oh, it's this is going to be that experience. No, it oh. was five o'clock. Oh, and there were three of them. Oh, okay. so it wasn't great, <gasps> but it got better. Okay. And when I actually did, you would be proud of me because when I the manager came over and said, like, hey, how are things? And I was like, to be honest, it started out a little rough. And I just kind of had this expectation that this was more of like a craft cocktail bar and somebody would kind of walk me through some of their favorites. And she was like, yeah, that is the expectation. That is what we should do. So thanks for sharing. Good for you. And I had a fantastic experience, you know, beyond that. Yeah. Yeah. And the food was incredible. Yeah. I had like this eggplant tostada that tasted like lamb. It was so rich and thick and just Full of flavor. It was so good. And the cacio e pepe tostada. Yep, that's... The aguachile. We pretty much ordered the entire menu, mm-hmm. to be honest. The char. I've, I don't know if they're still doing the char, but the char that they had there was outstanding. It was awesome. Really, really great restaurant. I love it. Okay, good. Colita on yeah, your list. Colita. And then just to give you one more little... I went to Baltimore, which is our friend is Randy Stanley's one? place. Uh, no, I'm just going to give you a couple. Oh, you're just going to keep going. <laughs> it's, I'm just going to keep going. I'm just going to take over because that's Only what because he had a second... I in Bald- at Baltimore in the Roseville parking lot. It was very slammed. It was a restaurant week. We went for restaurant week and yeah. it was fantastic. Great. They had this thing on the menu though that I loved so much. It was a grilled elote style corn. Mm-hmm. And they served it. You can just have it like as a side dish with your meat, but you could also have it with like chips, like a dip. Oh yeah. Oh boy. I it was fantastic. It was just like smoky corn, a little cream, a little cilantro on the top. Kind of dippy, kind of peppery. It was just great. That's at Baldemar in Roseville. Yeah, the grilled elote style corn. Love it. Um, I was at Kiefer Court this week. Which is so odd because J.D. Hovland was just there and I've never even heard of this place. Yeah, it's the cutest and it's been around forever. I mean, the woman, Michelle, who owns it, she's took it over from her family who live in the building. And it's this very cute little Chinese cafe. I can't wait to go. The thing about them is, is, and this is um, kind of on... What's the what's the street cedar? Near Seward. It's it's no not near Seward. It's it's uh, it's by uh, Seven Corners. Oh, it's just sure. down by it's where Palmer's Bar is. You yes. know, it's just right up the block from that. Um, and, cedar Riverside. Yeah, Cedar Riverside. Uh, and so Kiefer Court is in the cross from Acadia Cafe, is if you want to yep. think about it that way. Um, they are. It's you can walk in, and a lot of people think about it as a bakery because it's you walk in, and you have a deli case, and it's all full of Chinese buns. Fun. And so you can get, and and of course I had to leave with like a whole purse full of buns. But there was like you know I get the barbecue pork bun and the beef curry and like the ham and cheese you know egg bun. And those are all just these beautiful, you know, that beautiful, like sweet domed glassy, puffy, yeah, bready thing. And then there's full of good stuff. Well, that's that. But I've got to tell you, the thing that I found out was that you can buy, and this is hot intel, I thought, for the weekly dishers, um, you can buy a whole duck 
there. Done. A roasted duck. Yum. Because she does these ducks and then she uses the broth, but you can buy a half a duck or a whole duck. Yum. So if you don't want to cook duck, but you want to do something like either put it in a dish or put it in, you know, serve it yourself. Or just pick but you at don't it wanna, like yeah, a or just eat it. carcass. <laughs> but you don't have to cook it because she's using it for her broth. Yeah. And so then she roasts the duck, but you can walk up to the deli counter and buy a whole or half duck. Yum. Roasted duck. That just, I feel like, I don't even know where, I, I mean... You can't really do that at Lunds and Byerly's, you know, I mean, I'm sure maybe you can, I don't know, but I'm just saying. And if you were making wild rice soup and to use the duck instead of chicken is fantastic. Seriously. So that's Kiefer Court's in the Seven Corners area. Um, And again, go and sit in the cafe. You can get kanji. You can get uh, soup because JD Totally doing it next week. And then they have great chicken wings, too. Big, meaty chicken wings. Yum, yum, yum. That's really good. Okay, do you have another one or do you want me to go again? Uh, Go again, and then I'm going to just tell you one other thing you got to do today. Okay, so the other one that I was going to tell you about is Bar Brava, which is the newish bar, kind of wine bar over in North Minneapolis, uh, just kind of next to the now closed BJ's. For a lot of people who know, oh, I know right where BJ's exactly. is. Exactly, over Everyone by Meteor. Meteor's over there a little yep, bit too. A little bit over there, but right next door is Bar Brava, and it is a natural wine bar. So now, you guys, when we're talking about now, this is interesting because they have all these wines that you cannot find anywhere else, and very natural wines like orange no wine, or- pet nat, like fermented in bottle, all these crazy things, things that you would never ever know or find or even probably pick up yourself because you're like, I don't know what this is. Is that what natural wine means? No sulfites? No, it's there's a whole different process. Okay. Here. I don't want to like I don't want to like put it down, down into one yep. thing. But this is the point. You need to go there and you need to say, I want a flight. And you can either pick a flight that they have on the menu or you can they like Jill Mott, who is the sommelier who is kind of in charge of the place, she's Amazing. She's my one of my favorite wine people in the whole city. Great. And she is a hospitalitarian, meaning she like understands like if you don't have the wine, you know, smarts, she's just gonna walk you through it. And she's gonna describe the place, the bottle, the vineyard, the whole thing. So we did a flight uh that from her that was just it was just beautiful. So that would be my recommendation if you wanna like tap into natural wines or wines from areas because she's getting bottles there that you cannot get that nobody else in town has. And these are not like, I mean, we're not talking like big fruity gabs and Shiraz, you know, these are really elegant and and different wines. And that's, you kind of need someone to walk you through that. And I love a flight because then I don't have to commit to a whole bottle. Well, and flights are, I think you get to really taste the nuances in a different way then if you order a glass and then you wait and then you order another glass of something else, like to taste them side by side. Yeah. And she did. She poured us three that were like this great. And these were ones that she said that they were doing because they had a couple new employees in and they were all looking at the list and going, what are the things you're most interested in that you don't know as much about? And that's how they built the flight. And I was like, that's so intuitive. You know, yeah. So I just love that. So Bar Brava is the name, and Jill Mott is the woman behind the bar. Sometimes, okay. I'm gonna save my thing for the moral of the story because I got another thing. But will you tell me about your instant pot (laughs) tasty Alfredo? I tried so hard to link this, you guys, and I can't find it because it's a sponsored ad. It's basically an ad that I came across, and I tagged you in it because I was so angry. Because here's the deal: you know those tasty videos, the Buzzfeed tasty videos, right? So they have a sponsored instant pot you know, one. And they're like, chicken Alfredo. And they're in the Instant Pot. And then they go and they start with a can of cream of mushroom soup. And I was like, well, first of all, they sauteed some onions, sauteed some garlic, threw a bunch of mushrooms in. And first I was like, well, okay. And then they put in cream of mushroom soup. 
And then they're like, put your chicken in and then cook it up and then add some cream and then add the pasta. And they're like, they're calling it Alfredo. First of all, that's more of a stroganoff than anything. Second of all, that's hot dish. That was hot dish. They made hot dish and they called it Alfredo. And I was having massive problems with it. And I was seriously about to like flame them and I couldn't find it. I've got it right here. I think the easy. Because I tagged you in it. I was hoping you could find it if you can post it. One pot chicken Alfredo recipe by Tasty. But it has to be the. I'll look. I'll look. And I'm I'll telling get us- you, like as far as it goes for all of us who know the difference between a Alfredo. There's no garlic. There's no cream. There's no parm. There's no parm at all in this. Yeah, and so how it do you call like, it an Alfredo? Uh, it's a stroganoff. It's or, hot dish. Or what's the other thing they call it sometimes? Um, fl- no. Nope. It's not Florentine. <laughs> there's no spinach. It is. Hot dish. I wish you guys could be sitting I, in here because I look at her I and she it. just goes, nope, nope, because nope, I'm looking and she's got nope. nothing for me. No, I'm angry about it. I'm oh, angry about I'll it. I'll find it. All right. We're going to take a break. We're going to let everything calm down. And then we're going to come back and talk a little <laughs> nope. bit about restaurants. What's opening? What's closing? What's new? What you need to check out? We'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish. Hello, everybody. Hey, we have I'm- some fun studio guests. I'm Stephanie Hansen. Oh, I'm Stephanie March. You are Stephanie March. <laughs> I am. We are good. Hey, there's a lot of restaurant news popping in and out around yes. town. And so I just thought we should talk Let's a little bit about that. Let's do it because there's just so many. It's hard to even keep up. Well, it's like, you know, it, we kind of have gotten through, you know, a lot of the closings. You know, there's always that January dearth of stuff where things close and we kind of have to deal with, you know, that and feeling sad about those things. And, and there are, Why is Jason Matheson calling me? Like, I don't know. We're on the air, dude. Okay. So anyway, there's a lot of stuff that, you know, there are still things that are going to close, but it's not necessarily, you know, it's, it's kind of like, I think that we have a lot more promise. There's a lot of things that are popping open that have been at work and doing all sorts of stuff. Um, One of the ones that I wanted to talk about was Tori Ramen is open on West 7th. You know, what's so funny is I was at Pajarito the day they opened and I was like, oh, something must be going in there because I could see like boxes and stuff. But I had no idea. Like, that is the best little spot. I know. So what they did is they took over the West 7th, the, you know, it used to be Chris, a, and, Chris Robs. and Rob's. And before that, it was the old Mickey's dining car, you know, way, way back. And so they've taken over. And Tori, of course, was in St. Paul over behind Jay Selby's for the longest time. And then they had, you know, a fire. And then they had different things happen with that one. And so they're basically, uh, they took over. So they closed that space and they took over the dining car. And it's a bigger menu Fuller bar, lots of great stuff for St. Paul, and still ramen, but more more items too on the menu, yeah, which is it great. Seems like it's going to be awesome. Yeah, funny enough, Hamburguesa El Gordo is going into their old spot in St. Paul. Have you been to the Hamburguesas? No, but I think Kurt's going to like it. I think he's very much because <laughs> he like likes it. a good hamburguesa. I know, and, and don't he, they have sausage too? They have tacos, like crazy. You can buy big boxes of tacos that are just fresh, and you know what? The Hamburguesas. The thing about this one is that it's not so much about the beef and you shouldn't be expecting to get like a juicy pink center cooked the way you want. It's basically like the fresh toppings and sauces and everything on top. That's Yum. what makes this good hamburger. Yeah, that sounds great. Hamburguesas El Gordo. You can find them in Minneapolis right now too if you're waiting until St. Paul opens. That's a big thing. Um, one thing I did want to say that Flag Smash, our cute little Megadilla, Quesadilla guys, this is their last day at Gray's Food Hall if you want to go say goodbye to them. They're going to be, they're leaving Grace Food Hall and they're unfortunately closing their La Doña Cerveceria spot as well. But they're basically trying to figure out to regroup and come back bigger and better. So 
they will be back. Okay. I did talk to Jaime about that. Um, the good news is, of course, in his in that space that he's leaving, which is right next to Midnord Empanadas, is going the Moral Omnivore. They're coming back, if you haven't heard that deal. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be... though. If you were at all a downtown eater, you know them for their... They had these great mushroom fries and these beet BLT sliders were so good. So delicious. Yum. It sounds delicious. Um, letting you know also, so the, one of the big things I got to go to this week was the Stillheart Distillery and Cocktail Lounge, which just opened in North Loop. And this is part of the Lawless Distilling uh, and Bitter Cube Collaborate. Mm-hmm. And this is really interesting because all these distilleries that have been opening around town from Tattersall to, you know, uh, Dunord and all the rest, those are all like they have a big production facility. They want to bottle their spirits and then they want to sell them. Um, and this one is not about that. This is really about this still is like in the room, the size of our studio right now. And it's a, it's just a one still and they're making all these liqueurs and, and oh, very boutique. It's very boutique, but they're only doing it on, they're only making the stuff for on site drinks. Right. So they're not bottling anything. They're basically kegging all of their yep. spirits and then they're making cocktails from it and then kegging those. And then they have a tap system. So they have like 17 taps and or 16 taps. And so you have like a tap of an old fashioned, a tap of a gin and tonic, a tap of something. But here's the deal. Like beyond that, then they're layering those cocktails on top of each other. So you may have a Negroni on top, but then they're going to take that and make that into a spritz for you. Cool. Yeah. So there's a lot of really. Where is it? This is so it's in the um, so it's in the uh, you know where Fairgrounds is right across from Lap and Lighting. Um, Fairgrounds Coffee. There's a new Lululemon right off of in North Loop as you're going just up from Monte Carlo mm-hmm. around the corner from Spoon and Stable. So okay. and there's that big parking lot that was there too. Uh huh. So, so is the parking lot still there? Yes, or, but that's where the Lululemon is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's right next to the Lululemon in that area. So it's called Stillheart Distillery and Cocktail Lounge. I think they open officially to the public on Wednesday. They're doing a limited soft open right now. So it's like they only have a few. They're not letting every single person in, but I mean, you can give by, it a shot. So it's got to be by Moose and Sadie's too, right? It's yeah. It's down the block from Moose and Sadie's. Okay. Yeah. Just down the block from there. Um, and then Naughty Greek, of course, just opened in the, uh, Minneapolis Skyway, by the way. That's a oh, very boy, fun place. Oh boy. Is that love. just a delicious hunk of meat right there? I love that place. It's great. And it's a little bit different. It's a sandwich shop more than, um, the other ones, like the one that we go to, we get the platter. Yep. This one is not, is a little bit different from that. My so. new favorite thing there is the Euro, but instead of the pita, I get it in a lettuce wrap. Yes. Oh, boy. Oh, right? It's great. That's dece, man. And it is uh, gluten-free because you can have still the fries inside it, and it's just delicious with the tzatziki. Yum. Right. No kidding. Um, did we talk about Veli Deli expanding? We did. We did talk about yeah, that. Yeah, we okay. talked about that last weekend. Um, and we talked about you being at the basement bar. Did we talk about the fact at Travail, which mm-hmm. is open? Did we talk about the fact that Lexington is opening for lunch? I think we How should talk about, about that? that because this was a place like... All of the movers and shakers of St. Paul would go and eat there. And there was the egg salad. Like they had specific lunch things. They had the Lexington salad. Yes. You would go there and have like your one martini lunch. Like at holidays, we would go there on Christmas Eve for lunch. Right. Before like the festivities started. I love the Lex and I think it being open for lunch makes total sense. Yeah, I think it's great. And I'm excited to see kind of what energy that brings to that neighborhood, you know, during the daytime too. Yes. That's fun. Um, just letting you guys know, updating you, Pajarito 
is very, very close. That's I know the Edina location, 50th in France. A lot of people are excited and ready for that to mm-hmm. open. I did walk through the space, and we'll do a little sneak peek up next week probably. But okay. it's great, and it's going to be, it's big, and it's fun. They have two levels. They have private dining in the basement. Oh, that cilantro margarita just oh. never is, I, I'm always open for that. Right, exactly. I actually went and had it after the show last weekend. Oh, did you? Yep. I was going to, I went to Keg and Case, and I wandered around, and... Then I was like, you know, I really just want a cilantro margarita. Yeah. Had some Ashley Olds ice cream. Yeah. Sweet science. Right. And, That's good. Uh, Kicking case is hopping, though. That's good to hear. Yeah. In Bloom was really busy yep. with their brunch service, and yep. I got some meat sticks at Knack. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah, I think weekends are great there, and I hope Restaurant Week was good for them, you know, for In Bloom. I think that they Boy, did. someone was telling me, and I meant to tell you this, Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine, hats off to you. That uh, their restaurant week, they had like a massive amount of reservations and they were so busy and so excited. Yeah. No, I think people were out in droves for restaurant week this yeah, week. Yeah, I think places so Places I've seen, I was at the Lynn Hall and that was packed. It's great. So yeah, good for Well you. done for supporting our local industry, you guys. All right. That's it. We're going to take a break. And guess what, guys? We're coming back to talk about fish fry. Fish fry. We'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. I'm Stephanie Hansen. Steph March. You know, and we just need to stop saying we always that's we? we are you are you really saying we? <laughs> we the proverbial. You do it we, every time. My frog in my pocket. Yeah, we. you. We're just my talk. And we're just Stephanie yeah, and Stephanie. They and know here. it by this point. That's right. That's fine. It's fish fry time, friends. Um it is fish fry time. I wanna just start out by saying fish fries come in a couple categories, right? Yep. And last year, I did a lot of community church-based fish fries. I had a friend. We kind of did the, did a circuit. And it was lovely. And it was wonderful. But the church kind of Lenten fish fry, that scene is a very different scene than people eating fish in restaurants or all-you-can-eat fish for Lent, right? So... And and we used to do, and just to, because my whole thing at the magazine was I used to break them into three categories, which is you either have your churches and you have your VFWs or you have your restaurants. Yes. Those and, are the three categories. And you were the one, you've turned me on to the whole fish fry thing just in general. I think we started talking about this years ago. I used to write these blogs, you guys, like my, in my first years at MSP Mag. And so like... I don't do them anymore because I'm like, we already did that a long time ago. And it's, I know it's an annual thing, but it kind of ebbs and flows. Yeah. I think about five years ago when heavy table was, they had a fish fry club and then those, and it got really big again. Like the hipsters took on the fish fry thing and now it's kind of back, you know, but then there's people who have been doing it all along, but it's kind of like, it gets, it's, you know, we get hype behind it and then we pull back and then pull back. Well, I did a TV segment about fish fries, and the first thing I did was, and it's all on stephaniesdish.com. I'll post it on the page. The first thing we did is I just put up the link to the Catholic Spirit because they have a super comprehensive guide of all of the church places, and I can give you, like, I went to Holy Maronite in Mendota Heights last year, and it was really excellent if you want to try that. And if you want to go and build community and drink a cup of Sanka and sit next to your neighbor, yep. it is a very heartwarming Minnesota lovely thing to do. Yep. In this iteration, I just wanted to talk about like all the restaurants that bring fish back and do fish specials for Lent because there's so many. And I really love fish fry. Mm-hmm. When I go, my family is from Wisconsin, and when I go and visit them, that's what I want to do on a Friday night. And it is funny that we have ours is Lenten. There's Wisconsin fish fry. That's maybe the other Every reason Friday. it's so odd. 
because I did go to college for four years in Wisconsin, and that's what we did on Friday nights. Yeah. We'd go find the fish fry at the bar. Every Friday. Yeah. It wasn't just for Lent. Right. Um, so I put together just a list. And when I do lists on TV, like you have five minutes. So it's not like you can have this comprehensive, this is the best and this is the worst. Right. I just talk about places that I like or places that, that I think found. have yeah, good fish fries. So it's not necessarily the most comprehensive list because everyone's like, well, you forgot this place. And that's so, why, right, I know. You don't have to tell me what I forgot, because I probably already know, because right. I have a limited amount of time. Right. Um, there is something, though, and you mentioned Fish Fry Club. Yes. So one of the places that I did not put on my list, because I knew I was going to talk about it, and I actually should go back and add them to the list, it's Urban Growler, which is two women that own this brewery, and it's a wonderful brewery, and they have a full-service restaurant. Yep. And they do a great job. They're from Wisconsin, or one of the gals is from Wisconsin, and they do a great fish fry Friday. They have Lake Perch. They do it like you would in Wisconsin. And they have a fish fry club. Within their own thing. Yeah, where they have a card. Yeah. So if you make every fish fry during Lent, I think there's 10 Lenten Fridays. There, I think there's seven. I thought there were seven. Okay, so there's four in March, okay. two in April, one in February. How many is that? Four, five, six, seven. You're right, Stephanie, yeah. seven. So if you um, get there 10 times, though, you have to go 10 times because they have it all during Lent. Oh, you can go like on a Wednesday if you want to. You get the exclusive fish fry T-shirt. Okay. So I thought that was kind of fun. That's kind of sweet. Other places that I had on my list, and I know you've been to some of these places too, stuff. Um, OBS Sports Bar great in place. Mounds Park. Great place. Love it. And they have like a great meatloaf sandwich. They've got a good turkey sandwich. They, were, uh, they had a burger on our burger bracket. They're very, um, it's family owned. Yep. It's very just like great, simple, good American diner food. Really, they do a great job. So I would try that. And then um, Red Cow is bringing back the fish because this used to be my favorite thing. Yeah, that was your, yeah. And they stopped having fish. So now it's back for Lent. Same fish, same fries. And they've also got something different, which is a vegan fish. Try to get your mind around this. It's not fish at all. It's a soy protein, but it's like presented like fish fry. So for people that are plant-based, it's a good option to try. And it's not gluten-free, but it is plant-based and this it is, is vegan. This is just so funny because if you really think about, and I won't get into it because I know I don't want to derail your thing. <laughs> But if you're vegan, you don't need to worry about eating meatless. <laughs> it's exactly you're that. Ready meatless. It's exactly that. So, yep. Keep okay. going. But it All is right. pretty good. I was surprised. Okay. I was like, oh, I'm surprised that this is as good as it is. Yeah. Um, okay. Max Fish and Chips. This is like your fast casual place, but do not underestimate them. They have the walleye, they have the cod, they have haddock, they have clam fries. It's served really piping hot. It's delicious. They have one in Minneapolis and they have one in St. Paul. Max Fish and Chips. Yep. Yep. And that's just, and they're just like counter service. Like, yeah, you're just like fast casual. And picking up and going. Yep. Yeah. And you can get it takeout or yeah. you can eat there. Yeah. A um, couple of newer places that aren't necessarily new, but were new to me was Celts Pub in Apple Valley. Have yeah. you been here before? Yeah. I really, I Celts was, Pub is cute. And then there's, there used to be a couple of them. I don't know if there is still. I just, I thought it was cute too. And they yeah. have six for 16 bucks. You get the beer crusted cod. And this is a little bit different because you can get it baked or it's not fried. It's crusted. Mm. Um, people talk about, they got all like, well, we don't want fried food. We want crusted. Mm-hmm. People get very particular about their crusties or their frieds. Mm-hmm. 
Um, also, uh, Pub 819 and Hopkins, they've got cod, fries, and coleslaw. But they also have, like, sometimes I think if you don't want that, then what else do they have on the menu for you? Right. They have a really good cedar plank salmon that I oh, had. Yeah. So there's that. And then Anchor Fish and Chip. I was kind of surprised how many people haven't been there. Yeah. Because it's been there for a it's long time. Long, and it's real time. good. Yeah. And they have a great food truck. And they're fish and chips all the time. That's because they're a chipper. You know what I mean? Like it's a fish and chip shop that's basically a pub that's The that curry gravy in it. and the mushy peas. Yeah. I love their curry gravy, actually. I fries. do too. And I love the plank fries. And I know from our potato discussions last week, that is not a popular opinion. But I still love those plank fries with a lot of like malt vinegar. Yeah, Kurt loves those too. Yeah. And they have a great burger there. Do they really? Oh, yeah, they do the helicopter burger. Yeah, remember? Burger. Uh-huh. It's, and it's like, it's so weird that all of a sudden you're going to have this like amazing burger. But yeah. Um, the other one that I mentioned was Bennett's, which is in St. Paul. And they have this beer there too that Liftbridge is doing that is the Miracle on Ice Golden Ale because it's the 40th anniversary of the Miracle on Ice. Have you had any of this beer? No, but I'm mad at the Miracle on Ice guys. So, oh yeah, I'm mad at them. So I actually might be hearing what your madness is about, yep. but um, it's not going to support anything more from them. They have a Friday night um, crab leg special at Bennett's for forty nine ninety five. Have you ever been oh, there? Oh my god, we we that's a thing Stephanie. we should talk about is a crab leg tour. <laughs> it is forty nine ninety five. Wait, is it all you can eat? Yes. Crab legs? Yes. That's a thing that people often send us like questions about, and I'm always there like, you I go. don't know. It is there. It is like... That's like a thing in Wisconsin, too, by the way. The whole all-you-can-eat crab legs. Actually, there's a place in Delano, like, weirdly enough, that does it. Oh, who does it? Do you I know? know? Station 19, I think. Um, you. It is... I'm not going to lie. It is a little weird to watch people with these giant <laughs> legs of crab and the buckets and their the finger-sucking and the forks. Can we go do that? Yes. Kurt wanted, would love to do okay, that with I'm, you. We have to make a date to go do My that. My husband's always like, when are we going to eat with Stephanie March again? It's always fun well, to hang never, out with her. He's not healthy. Get healthy. <laughs> I know. He does need to get healthy so he can get out into the public. Um, the local, I feel like we should mention because sure. they were like one of the original fish and chippers and uh, well, the local on Nicollet Mall. Yeah. And I mean, they have one in West End too. The hard, yeah. The funny thing is, is like, you know, Lent and then you have... St. Patty's Day in the middle of it, and all the Irish people love their fish and chips. So, you know, you have the chip butters doing their business. But it's like, I kind of like, for me, like what we were saying before, I would like to go, I like to go to the VFWs. I like to go to the Wyzetta VFW yeah. and the American Legions and like have some pull tabs and, you know, just do like some kind of communal sitting. And I also love, of course, St. Albert's Church is, you know, kind of call the that the, yeah, the Vegas of fish fries. I mean, they have alternate parking lots. Because Bethany, I would so like busy. to give you a challenge okay, because I, I've done a lot of research on the fish fry thing. Yeah. And I don't feel like anyone has done a list of VFW. Oh, just does VFWs. Because I can't see her stuff because it's at you're paying. the Pioneer Press yeah. and I... They have a paywall, so you can't ever read anything yeah. that they do. Oh, yeah. Be- well, so does the Star Tribune. Um, I'm, I'm, I guess I subscribe. I guess you're, so. So, so you're supporting one city, but not you the know, other. And it's, I'm going to just say out loud, it is ridiculous that I just said that because yeah. it's 99 cents. Yeah. You get three months of digital subscription. Just Nancy, so. I'm going to do it. Next <laughs> time I log in, I'm just going to do it because I'm going to support you because it's driving me crazy yeah. that I can't read their coverage because yeah. they do a great job, too. Yeah. They and actually Jess every year does a list of fish fries and she does she covers VFW she covers some of the great you know she covers the restaurants and she does it mostly St Paul obviously okay that's her new beat. subscriber here and so that's going to be a good way to get at that but we you know so here's the deal as I was going to tell you guys is what we're in, working out at MSP Mag is we wanted to gather some intel over the weekend and then to, on Monday we're going to launch 
a fish fry Facebook group, kind of like our uh, weekly dish instant potters, but we want to put together a place where the fish fry of the Twin Cities kids can kind of put together, you know, things you found, places, reviews that you've loved, you know, like groups that are meeting out. We wanted to kind of put that out there and let the restaurants and the clubs also put their specials up for you. So um, that's what we're going to put up on Monday. Super fun. And I'll put that on the show page on Monday when it launches. Yeah. Have you been to Halftime Rec in a while? Because they've got a good fish fry, too. No, I haven't. That's how, these are Some of these are on Rick's list. The Little Oven is very popular in St. Paul. Is it? Yeah. Little Oven is the cutest They get a real crowd spot. there. Right. Uh, three pieces of beer-battered cod for $12.99 or four for $14.99 or all you can eat for $16.99. And so. here's the deal, too. Remember, there's places like Mary Night that does different things. Like they have the, the garlic Sister sauce. of Guadalupe. Uh-huh. You know, they do the tamales. And there's, uh, you know, different kinds of Lots things. Of there's soups. Yeah, there's soups. There's meatless spaghettis. There's all sorts of ways of getting at this that are kind of just the fun of the community of getting out together. And I mean, like 12 bucks, you know, for all you can eat fish or whatever is kind of amazing. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't really happen. Yes. All right. There it is. So there it is. You can find the list on stephaniesdish.com. I also have the we'll TV segment you. that I did there. So you can check it out. Um, Jason had a couple places that he liked too. So there it is. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish on Leap Day. Thanks for joining us on this special. Why are we talking like Oprah? Oprah? It's actually, it's like that camel from the Geico commercials when he's like, hump day. (laughs) Now it's Leap Day. Don't you think so? You get a car. You get a car. car. Um, Okay, so I have handed Hanson something. She always makes me do the taste test. I do. And so this today, I decided to bring her something, which I found out it looks like, I don't know if it was Colleen and Bradley who did it yesterday, but it's the salted pretzel Pop-Tart situation. Because you know I am a big pretzel freak. I love every and anything pretzeled. And so I thought, and even though I, you know, in my youth I was a Pop-Tart girl, I haven't really been in the past, but anything salty. I liked a toasty pop tart in the day, and I liked the maple brown sugar one. Yes, those were the best, right? So we open the package. They look toasted already. There's a little bit of toastiness to it. It's trying to give you that what's the same. They smell just like pop tarts to me, like that sugariness. It smells like maple syrup, kind of. It does. It does. Which maybe that's what they white they uh, brushed on the top. But took in a bite. And these aren't toasted. I mean, and I think maybe that's the big failure on it. But oh no, it okay. tastes like a pop tart. On a scale of one to ten, ten being ten being what? Amazing. Okay, for pop tarts or just as anything? Just as if you'd ever put it in your mouth again. Okay. I'm a solid like. Could it be minus ten? Mm, really, it's that bad. <laughs> it was terrible. Okay, Stinks. I did not find it to be as. I guess in my pop tart like world. Like, I know what Pop-Tarts are. I'm not, like, expecting, you know... I've eaten like, a Pop-Tart. I'm not a purist. ...pastry out of this. I'm expecting kind of a chemically cardboardy thing. It's disgusting. I don't mind it. And I think I like the salt aspect of it. I would just lick salt instead. Well, yes, of course. But, I mean, if you had to pick from, like, four Pop-Tarts, this would never be in your Pop-Tart pickup. No. I would pick this one. Okay. I know. Because it, it was stunk. also thinner, so less of that thick crusty cardboard thing that comes with pop tarts that's what i think i liked about it too yeah because it's not as like you know when those like you get the, the corners of the pop tart because those are always just like dusty and yeah. dry and you bad. can't really swallow them unless bad. you got a good cup of coffee bad bad um hey so the weekly dish uh facebook pagers you guys we talked about in honor of leap days unicorn day you know what are your weird flavor mashups that only you Thank you. Appreciate you guys. You guys came out. Let me just say you guys really brought it in terms of 
um, things like uh, eating jelly and American cheese sandwiches because a girl, her mom hated peanut butter. That's interesting. That's very interesting. I love interesting. the stories. I know. Uh, my mom would make a dressing for jello salad of mayo and tang. She said it was weirdly good. So jello salad. My husband will eat tang with a spoon. <laughs> oh <God>. <laughs> like lick a maid. <laughs> oh my God. A lot of people had peanut butter and lettuce sandwiches. A few huh. people had peanut butter with lettuce Because like there. your parents trying to get like a green in you. I guess. Shoving uh, in the slice of lettuce. There's a lot of peanut butter here. Peanut butter and pickled jalapenos. I'm, I'm down for that. That's good. Um, fries dipped in chocolate shakes. That's, I mean, yeah, I feel like that's, that's a kind whole, of a common oh, thing. I know what I was going to ask you, okay. Stephanie. Mm-hmm. If you were going to eat a fast food fish sandwich... Which would be your go to fast food fish uh, sandwich? Are you a McDonald's fish sandwich? Because I can't really say fish sandwich. So I don't love fish sandwiches. I okay. never have. So I never got them as a kid. So I have no draw. There's, I, there's, I would never do it. I, I would never a, do it. I had an Arby's. Did you? And it was real good. It was real good. Yeah. Okay. So I just wanted to share it. Good. That with no, that's you. if, if you're you if you're gonna pick one. If you're in a jam, and I've you just need... never. I don't have any filet fish background, so I never did. So I love that. I also don't have jelly and Cheeto sandwich background, which Ooh, that sounds Jessica good. is talking about. Here's one. Just one more. Grilled peanut butter, Velveeta and pickle sandwiches. Gross. <laughs> like Velveeta. It's like, I don't know. That's too much for me. There's a lot Velveeta of. Velveeta should be with Rotel tomatoes and on a chip. Yeah. Or with a noodle. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Um. Oh, not grape jelly, though. Every morning, my grandparents would have a little hunk of Velveeta with grape jelly. Haven't had it for years, but have to admit it was kind of tasty. All right. Okay, peeps. I'm I'm kind of loving this whole thing. It's hysterical. But um, yeah, popcorn drizzled with frosting, M&Ms, and colored sugar. That just seems like fiddle faddle, isn't it? Or Maddie and May's birthday cake. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> birthday cake. So what's going on around town? You're talking about... I just, yeah, Udapil's Brewing, which I just went to for the first time this winter. And it was really a great, fun little spot. So cute. They have Over a Kermarchik's meat raffle today. Great. So Kermarchik's, obviously, you know, the great sausage shop in Northeast and the meat market. So you get your ticket, you drink some beer... And there's eight rounds, so they're doing a round every 15 minutes, and your ticket is good for all eight rounds, and it's today from 3 to 5 at Uda Pills. Nice. There's a lot of Leap Day stuff happening today. Um, You know, Bauhaus Brew Labs is doing a huge Leap Day party. They are always the funnest people, aren't they? They're the funnest. Don't you want to know them? I do. I want to go roller skating with them, and they're just fun. You should just go hang out there. You would actually make friends with them in a hot second. I do go there occasionally, but I never see anybody that looks like, like, I'd like to just go, you. You, oh. you, friend, are cool. Well, you and I should go because I know them. Okay, so, like, we and can, then I'll, I'll take you to the forty nine ninety five crab oh, feast great, at Bennett's. This, and this is perfect. We can. We need to schedule this. Lick our hands, right? Um. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's what you do I when know. you go and to I, a crab And I right away went to no virus. Like that was like, like no, don't lick your hands. I know. There's like, things we I might right just to need to put a hold get on. through before yeah. we can. Get back to our usual activities. Couple events uh, we got to make sure that we mention. One is Minnesota's largest potluck, which is happening on Sunday at Potluck at Rosedale. Yeah. 
so many chefs coming, cooking heritage dishes from Raghavan, who was on with us. Justin Sutherland will be there. Tammy Wong, um, she's doing Szechuan pork. I'm super excited about that. That is going to be a big fun day. That's Sunday at Rosedale Center. Yep, Stina's going to be there from Nordic Waffles. Right, all sorts of good things. Um, here's the other one I think is very cool on Sunday. There's the Too Good to Waste event at, this, at Tattersall Distilling. And this is very cool. This is a thing where there's six local chefs um, from Stephen Brown, Anne Ahmed, Chris Ulrich from Moochie's. They have all been given upcycled rye and corn that was used in the process of distilling of Tattersall. So instead of like using all this stuff and then the mash and then throwing it away, they have turned it into an edible product. They say that they may be the first distillery in the in the United States to do this, and they are sharing that with uh, with these chefs. And these chefs are all making a bite out of this upcycled stuff. Fun. I think that's cool. And that's at uh, Tattersall's Distilling. I think it's fifty dollars. I think you can go on Sunday. Um, I just did also want to make sure that you guys knew that uh, Manello, or I'm sorry, Bur- I have one more time, Parlor is doing a special Leap Day burger menu today. Ooh. And this is relevant to our needs. It is, uh, they are doing, not only, they're kind of going full in on the burger shop idea, so obviously the parlor burger, but they are also doing an Elvis burger. Oh, cute. With peanut, peanut butter, butter and, and bananas. bananas. And a little bit, I think there's bacon on there too. Uh, they're also doing a rodeo burger and a special Mac burger, you know, two all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, and a sesame seed bun. I wonder... I can't wait for John to do the McDonald's again at Animal. McDonald's, yeah. Oh, the McDonald's. I know. I called it McDonald's. You did. It was kind of a... <laughs> actually, that would be really better, actually. McDonald's. And then that's... I like that. Yes. We should send that. Um, did you know Centro did a Centro Bell pop-up pop there last weekend? I did not know, but I, I, know. I have been there recently and had some very great tacos and yeah. good... What is the stuff that's in the skillet that you love? Queso the queso. Fundido. Yes. Man. So I good. I could live on queso fundido. You and Ellie, too. She was like, oh, mom. I know. I literally, like, sometimes if I'm sharing queso fundido with someone, I get, like, worried because I'm not going to get enough. <laughs> that's how she is. I know. Like, quit acting like, when you like order an only it, child. Get two then. I, I feel like you should just be like, I'm going to have this one. You have yours. <laughs> and then that's going to be how we do this. So there you go. Okay, Leap Day. Yeah, have in the a books. great Leap Day. We'll come back in weekend. another four years. <laughs> yes, we will again. be. All right, everybody. Ciao, ciao.